Good morning, Tejas. Welcome to your premier alternative news solution. I am Jake Ramirez. I will be bringing you daily news Monday through Friday. I'm hoping to curate news for Texans by a born and raised Texan. Today is Friday, December 13th. We did it. Two weeks down and many more to go. Thank you all so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. But before we begin, please go ahead and give us a subscribe so I can keep you up to date on all your daily Texas news. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for even more updates and more news. Today in Texas history. On this day in 1841, a flotilla of Texas Navy under the command of Edwin Ward Moore left Galveston to support the Providence of Yucatan in the rebellion against Mexico. Texas and the Yucatan had formalized an alliance in September by which the latter agreed to pay Texas $8,000 a month for the upkeep of a Texas fleet. President Lamar approved of this arrangement and ordered the fleet to leave for the Yucatan. Moore sailed with the Austin, the St. Bernard, and the San Antonio to Cecil, Yucatan on December 13th. Sam Houston, who was inaugurated as president of the Republic of Texas on the same day, had a different approach to the foreign policy and promptly ordered the fleet to return. Unfortunately, these orders did not reach more until March of 1842, and he returned in May to Texas. During the cruise, the fleet captured the Mexican merchant vessel Progreso on February 6th and the Doric and the Doritas and the Dos Amigos in April. Now it's time for some Texas news. First, let's start with the missing persons report. Aliyah Garza, 16, was last seen in San Antonio on December 3rd. She's known to go by the, the name Diamond. She has brown hair and black eyes, and she's 5 foot 4 inches tall and weighs about 100 pounds. I know listening to me describe her doesn't really do any justice, so please check out her Twitter for the full report. And if you know anything about her whereabouts, please contact the San Antonio Police Department at 1-210-207-7273. I reported on this yesterday, and I'm glad that we're able to find the, and arrest this man. Tavoris Henderson, also goes by the name of Killa Dre, is said to be a rapper in Houston, but is now going to be a convicted murderer. The silly rapper name doesn't sound so cool anymore, does it, bud? Sadly, this fool actually posted a video on Instagram talking about how cash bonds couldn't keep him in jail and basically bragging about murdering a cop. Now, sure, that was idiotic, and it has a lot to say about the person that he is, and that he took a woman's life and he didn't care even though she was a mother, a daughter, and a friend to many, many people. Sadly, he was bailed out on a $50,000 bond. How that happened, I don't know. Never going to understand how they let a, a, a obvious murderer be bailed out like that, especially when you kill a cop. Um, I think this is a huge mistake, bonding him out, but I guess that's the law, so you got to deal with it. Hopefully, he doesn't run again so he can be convicted and serve the time that he has deserved. Texas Republican Representative Louis Gomert named the CIA analyst who said to have been the whistleblower in the Ukraine incident. He did this during the public impeachment hearings, and Gomert dropped the name of the alleged whistleblower during a televised House Judicial Committee hearing on the articles of impeachment against President Trump. Gomert said the CIA and analyst's name while listing fact witnesses who he claimed the Democrats blocked from testifying. Now, the Republicans have been really pushing to find the identity of this whistleblower, like there wasn't already evidence against Donald Trump, like him publicly stating exactly what he said to the Ukraine president. But we have to sit back and just watch this all unfold. It's a huge fiasco. Maybe they didn't want the identity of this guy being said because he's in the CIA. I don't know if, what I think about all this. I know that I don't like these impeachment hearings for one reason. It makes our country look even more weak than it has been in the last hundred years 
I can't wait for this nightmare to be over. The Texas Department of State Health Services assessment that found a cancer cluster in the North Houston neighborhoods of the Fifth Ward and Cashmere Gardens was not disclosed to the residents for nearly four months. After the conclusion was reached, the study was not public in was public in August, but it wasn't communicated to the residents. So they posted it on a website you could probably not find. It didn't tell anybody. This spurred calls from the politicians and local officials for health studies and even more environmental testing. The cluster was found near a rail yard site known to be contaminated by creosote, a probable cancer-causing substance according to the Environmental Protection Agency. Greater than expected rates of adult cancers were identified in 10 census tracts near the Inglewood Rail Yard owned by the railroad company Union Pacific since 1996, where creosote, a wood preservative, was used to treat railroad ties for decades until the 1980s. Now, creosote's absorbed into the ground. It formed a plume beneath 110 properties in the area. Jeez Louise, four months, you got it. <laughs> You got to tell these people, this is people's lives you're playing with for money, and it's pathetic. We need to start coming down hard on all these corporations for all of these unexcusable acts. Two new species of rodeo ants that hitch a ride on larger ants have been discovered in the Lone Star State. The new species were discovered by Alex Wild, curator of entomology and lecturer for the Department of, of Integrative Biology at the University of Texas in Austin, and researcher Jennifer Schlock. Rodeo ants... Only in Texas. Ants have been a huge topic of conversation as late. Last year, they found exploding ants in Southeast Asia, cannibal ants in a Soviet-era bunker in a plant that was once used to store nuclear weapons. Go figure. And uh, earlier this year, they actually clocked the fastest ant in the world, which is recorded to move 108 times faster than its body length in a single second, which is the equivalent of about 360 miles an hour. All I can think about is, honey, I shrunk the kids... And I could just imagine these giant ants destroying all of humanity, or maybe that's just what I envisioned that was in that cargo plane that crashed in Victoria. Either way, I love reading about these new discoveries of, of species in Texas. Since we're talking about wild animals, let's talk some wild animals that need some help. The St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary is a nonprofit Texas charity that rescues and provides homes to wolves and wolf dogs who are no longer able to be released into the wild. The sanctuary has been operating since 2002, and it has an incredible history that started off with the wolf named Mystery. Guided walking tours are available at the wolf sanctuary and give visitors a chance to learn about the history of these animals, and it only costs about $10, and there's 11 wolves, so you get a dollar a wolf, basically. All the proceeds are actually going to a new sanctuary being built in Montgomery, which is bigger and it's more updated facility, um, so not, why not take a day trip to the sanctuary if not... You know, try and help out the sanctuary a little bit, and if anything, you get to see some wolves. Joining a nationwide trend, the University of Texas at San Antonio will cover the tuition fees for Texas freshmen arriving in the fall from low- and middle-income families. The impact of having a four-year degree and having little or no debt associated to it is immeasurable. It's time to celebrate. As much as I think the trade schools are a better move, Colleges are still trying to do what they can to mitigate some of these costs of going to college because it's so expensive. And it's only becoming harder and harder for kids to afford college and to succeed in college due to the pressure of the cost. I hope we see this develop in more and more major colleges in Texas because this is a great step for us. 
Now it's time for some huckum, chuckum, football news. Well, it was a worrying sign that Sam Darnold was coming off the worst game since his ghost town trip with former Patriot assistant Brian Flores slowing down Darnold's decision-making tonight. But, you know, he tried. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. The Ravens are one of the best teams in the NFL. So I wasn't surprised by the, the outcome of this game. I actually stopped watching it about halfway through. But the Ravens won 31, Jets 10. Now, what I'm going to do for Friday is I'm going to start doing some NFL picks. I used to do this a lot. I really do love doing NFL picks. Probably going to be wrong about half the time. But let's break down some of the games that are happening this weekend. First, we got the Patriots versus the Bengals. I think the Patriots are going to take this game 24-16. to Credit the Patriots' two-game losing streak due to their do-the-job video series. And a presence of Andy Dalton is giving them un- otherwise unbeaten matchups some juice. The Patriots' offensive line is worse and weak. They don't have any receivers. I think that uh, this isn't going to be too hard of a game for them to win, considering the Bengals aren't the best team in the NFL. But it's still going to be one of those games that's pretty crucial for them so that they get the best spot they can in the playoffs. Now, the next game we have is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Detroit Lions. I'm going to take the Bucks 27, the Lions 24. This is going to be kind of a snooze fest. Uh, Jameis Winston's patent December rally to nowhere, even though he's got a bum thumb. I think that he's going to be able to pull out this game because <laughs> David Bloff, who was an undrafted this season, he's proving why he was undrafted. He's not the best quarterback, but hey, he's out there throwing some footballs. I don't think it's going to be enough to beat the Bucks because the Bucks do look okay. Now we're coming down to a really, really tough game. The Titans versus the Texans. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I know the Texans haven't looked that good the last few weeks. But I think they know the importance of this game. Even though the Titans defense looks a little better than the Texans defense. I think that the Texans offense is going to be a little bit better than the Titans offense. I'm going to say Texans 24, Titans 20. This is going to be one of those games to watch this weekend because it has huge playoff implications. Um, basically, both of these teams need to win this game to to win the AFC South. So I'm going to go with the Texans on this pick. Now we got another divisional game, the Chiefs versus the Broncos. Patrick Mahomes hasn't looked the best in a while. His performance in New England resulted in a second lowest pro football focus game scored in his career. Yet the Chiefs still won. That's a good sign for the team as a whole because Mahomes is super talented, but he's struggling through inter- a lot of inter- injuries. He's got his ankle, the dislocated knee. He just hurt his hand. He really needs to take some time off. Hopefully they can blow this game out. I think the Chiefs are going to win 28, Broncos 17. Now we've got another snoozer. I doubt anybody watches this game, but it's the Giants versus the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Giants at 23, Dolphins at 14. I think the Giants will win this game. Eli Manning's not super back yet, but he's he played pretty good in that last game, so I think he's going to want to come and win this game. Now, we have the Eagles versus the Redskins next. The Eagles need this game for the playoffs. They need this game bad. I think the Eagles are going to be able to beat the Redskins. The Redskins, not a really solid team. They got They're struggling a lot. Not to say the Eagles aren't struggling. I just think the Eagles are a little bit better of a team. I think the Eagles will win 23-3. to I don't think the Redskins are going to score. I think the Eagles have a, something to prove in this game. Now next we have the Seahawks versus the Panthers. 
Seahawks had of a a rough game last week. Good thing about the Seahawks, after they have a rough game, they usually come back pretty on fire. I think the Seahawks are going to beat the Panthers easy, 30-10. to 10. Now, here's another game that I love watching. I've been a football fan my whole life. I love these rivalry games. Packers versus the Bears. I'm going to pick the Packers 26, the Bears 24. It's going to be a super close game. This is a rivalry game. Aaron Rodgers looks good. Aaron Rodgers loves this time of year. Mitch Trubisky's he's improved, but he's not. He's he hasn't improved enough to, for that to make a lot of points against the Packers defense. But I think that they're still going to pull out some points. It's going to be a great game. I would definitely watch that. If, watch that one if I was you. Now we got the Chargers and the Vikings. I think this is going to be a tough game. I really do. I do think that Philip Rivers is going to throw three interceptions. I still think he's going to score a lot of points against the Vikings defense. I think this is going to be a closer game than most people imagine. I think it's going to be 24-21 type of game. But I'm going to pick the Chargers on this game. I think they're going to beat the Vikings on Sunday. Now, this is somewhat heartbreaking for me. My Sunday will be dedicated to this game mostly. This is the last game for the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. This is huge. Luckily, they're going to play a not-so-good team in the Jaguars. The Raiders need this win. If they want to stay mathematically inside of the playoffs, this is important, and it's important for the city of Oakland. I think the Raiders will get 30 points. I think Derek Carr is going to play the game of his life. I think the Jaguars are going to score 10 points. I think the Raiders win this one pretty easy. Now, next we have the, the Browns and the Cardinals. I don't know what to say about this game. It's kind of up in the air for me. I think this game is going to go... 10 for the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos. 10 for the Browns. 7 for the Cardinals. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Browns will pull this game out. But it's going to be super close. And now we have another game that really matters. The Rams versus the Cowboys. I don't know if the Cowboys can beat the Rams. The Rams are good. They beat the Seahawks. And the Cowboys could not even come close. Unless the Rams just don't come as prepared as they should, I just don't see the Cowboys beating them. I think it's going to be Rams 30, Cowboys 10. I think it's going to be a pretty easy game for them, and I think this game's actually going to push the Cowboys out of the playoffs. Now we have 49ers versus the Falcons. This is kind of a no-brainer. The 49ers are going to beat the Falcons easy. I think it's going to be like 40 points to three or something. The Falcons just are not very good this year. And then we have another tough game, the Steelers and the, and the Buffalo Bills. I've seen a lot of people thinking that the Bills are going to win this, are going to lose this game. I don't see how. I think the Steelers are going to kind of flub on this game. I'm going to go Bills 20, Steelers 17. Now, Monday, we have another good game Saints versus the Colts. Saints are going to get this win because they want it. I think the Saints are going to pull this win out 31 to 24. The Colts look good. They just need to clean up some things for this year. And now it's time for a good old Texas tradition. Here's today's weather report. Houston's going to be partly cloudy with a high of 74 and a low of 50. It's going to be a little hot in San Antonio today with a high of 78 and a low of 48. Dallas is going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 56 and a low of 39. Austin, it's going to be sunny out today. High of 76, low of 46. 
El Paso is going to have a really beautiful, partly cloudy day with a high of 66 and a low of 42. And I'm really sorry, Brownsville. It got hot again. High of 82, low of 54. Now, Victoria, it's going to be another kind of hot day. Partly cloudy, high 79, low of 47. Plus, it's going to be a beautiful day. You're going to have a high of 72 and a low of 48. I don't know how you got that low of a temperature only being an hour away from us. Now, Marfa's going to be a bright and beautiful day in Marfa today. High 68, low 37. And again, if I've missed your region of Texas, please shoot me a message. I'll be glad to add it to my weather report. Other than that, I want to wish everybody a great weekend. Be safe out there. Have fun. Watch some football. Other than that, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. And until tomorrow, have a great day, Texas.